Well, boys, this is Bros on today. As promised, we have something special for you guys. Today, we are joined by Moises Orozco, or better known as Kitman Moises. Today, we're going to talk to him about his career and what it's like to work for a pro team. So, Moises uh, is basically a Kitman slash equipment manager. So, basically, he takes care of the team apart and training care. Would I be right in saying that? Yes, absolutely, yeah. Good. So, like, um, yeah, as, as like, in a kit man and for, like, a pro team, what would your, like, what would a training day look like regularly? Not not in the current times because of, you know, the current pandemic, but when the season's back to normal, what's, like, a training day look like for you on average? All right, so the uh, players are in at 9 to 9.15, so usually I'm there at 7.30 or 8, uh, setting up the locker room. Uh, putting all their training gear out. Um, uh, I also look at the weather, see, all right, if it's cold, bring out some uh, long sleeves for them or short sleeves, whatever the guys need. And then I, uh, after I'm done with the locker room, I head over to my equipment room and check the balls, pump them up if they need pumping. Um, I talk with the other coaches, the assistant coach, the head coach, um, our physical coach to uh, uh, see what we're doing today and make sure I have all the gear, all the equipment set for them. And then once the players come in, sometimes they, they need something extra. Um, either their shirt is not the right one or they want a different one. So kind of switch it out with that. And uh, by 10 o'clock or by 10.30, we uh, head out to the field and uh, start training, come back by – I don't know, by one o'clock and um, the guys get to eat their lunch. I start doing the laundry, washing towels, make sure everything's set for the next day. Just the more work I do after training, the easier it is for me the next day in the morning. Yeah, that's a lot of, (laughs) you've a lot of job work. Yeah, I'm usually, usually the first one there, last one out, but Jesus, yeah. It's, do you it's always train? At, do you always train at in the mornings, or would you train ever in the evenings? Um, the beginning of the season, we did a lot of training in the morning, and then every now and then we would do a second training in the evening. And sometimes when we travel, uh, like uh, earlier February, we had a game in in Los Angeles. It was so oh. hot in the morning that we had to wait until like the evening to uh to train. Once it started, like, cool down a little bit. Jesus. Would that be the furthest you traveled? Uh, like, how far would you... What would yeah. be the furthest? I think uh, Los Angeles was the farthest we've we've traveled. How long was that journey? Run, oh, we flew... Oh, man, I don't even know. I don't even know how long it takes. Jesus. Six hours, eight hours. I, I usually sleep on the plane the whole time. Oh my god! Yeah, journey just for, and then would you like spend the night? Would you spend the night there? Like, would you spend a couple of days beforehand, or would you like arrive on game day? Oh no, we we try to arrive a day or two before, just so the guys yeah. can uh, their legs can be fresh. We can do a quick little run through training session, nothing too heavy. Um, yeah, and then the day of the game, we sleep there one more time. Next day, we usually do a small training session in the morning or or just travel back oh so yeah it's kind of like a like a two or three day trip 
Yeah. Well, the yeah. away games take up a lot of time, so yeah, <laughs> more holiday. So, like, as you're saying, it's, it's, those yeah. those trips are a lot because uh, we have to. I have to uh, pack a lot of training gear for the guys. They pack some of their own gear, and then I pack even more just in case because, like, either their stuff will be really like sweaty, smell bad, and even though I wash it, it doesn't smell that great. So I bring extra gear just to switch just it out with them. Backup, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of carrying to the airport. You probably have like five bags of just. I do my best and I, I can, as of right now, get everything in, in three, but it's, it's hard. Um, yeah. I know once we get back, I think I'm going to have to go to four bags just because we're getting extra gear for the guys and it's, it's going to be a lot more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, is the best feeling. <laughs> it's like yeah. a reward but um, yeah. back when you were on about like on in the training days you have like a lot of things to you send you like the first one there at like half seven and you have to like you know, sort out the locker room you, you have a lot of jobs however you know currently we obviously have COVID-19 pandemic and like how has that like the current circumstances affected your like your daily routine with the training or even like how has it affected just the club environment in general has it has it been any different much different compared to how they like say it was a few months back before the hit yeah um actually we're we're not even back yet to training um the really? state that yeah the state that i live in we still have kind of a stay at home thing like we have to stay at home we can't really go out and do all that and do big group um uh, meetings or anything yeah. uh, i think we have about a week or two left not really sure we're talking it over with the team and stuff and management but once they come back um we're not really going to use the locker room as much right now uh the players um, kind of have to do their own laundry for now but uh, it gives you a bit of a break it, makes, so. it gives me a break with the laundry but um i have to do a lot more stuff like uh like i don't know if you've followed the uh mls um or they're doing a lot we're going to be doing a lot what of what they're doing like players no. bring in their own gear but as the equipment manager i have to disinfect all the equipment oh, geez, between, between uses so like yeah the soccer balls cones the agility poles the ladders anything that they use i have to disinfect would you have anyone helping you with them or is it is it a solo job would you have anyone like i mean like not even i wouldn't say an assistant or like just one or two people that would help you clean and disinfect because that's a, that's a lot of jobs yeah um i think like the the coaching staff would would definitely help so like the assistant coach um and then we have like the goalie coach they would help disinfect uh, stuff as well because there is a lot but usually it, it would be me just because it's a smaller club there's only one equipment manager i don't have an assistant oh yeah i guess yeah. would you like an assistant or do you prefer like working solo i guess I don't know. Sometimes I do like think about it. And I'm like, oh, I wish I had an assistant to help me to do this or that, especially with training. Um, but when I pack for away games, um, I like to be by myself because I know what I've packed and what I haven't. And usually, if you have somebody yeah. else and they're not on the same page, it's it's kind of yeah, a mess. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be the same. I wouldn't really be able to work with someone because like it'd probably be stressful trying to rely on someone else to do yeah. a stressful enough job, I guess. Yeah. Have to be allowed to trust yeah. there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
So um, another question I have for you there is um, if you're looking at your job overall, if you what's the most enjoyable like aspect of it for you? If you had to choose like one thing that like makes it great or like and you really like it, what would you reckon that is? Like what makes your like what makes you enjoy your job the most? Um, I think my interaction with the with the players. Really, do you have a good relationship yeah. with them? Like, I, I like have. Good? Yeah, I have a great relationship with the players. I don't have any players that are like too um, big headed that are like, I need this, I need that. Don't talk to me. No, they're all like really cool, down to earth, very humble. Um, like to joke around with them. Oh, that's it's, good. Uh, Even like a good team yeah. chemistry. Like a, it's not yeah. just a, like a family club kind of a thing. Exactly. Yeah. I think yeah, that's I think that, that makes it so much easier to work because it's it. It takes off a lot of pressure, a lot of stress. Um, I mean, there's been games where I forget somebody's compression shorts, and instead of them throwing, like, a huge fit, they're like, that's all right, maybe next time, don't worry about it. And I'm like, all right, sweet. Yeah, just, yeah, that, it's like it's just like a healthy environment. Just no yeah. one like, flips out or anything. Yeah, yeah. it's good. So yeah. would you get any perks with your job? Like, any free jerseys or free apparel? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the kit room. I know what we have extra. So every now and then, I like if I'm training or something, I'll, I'll take one of the training shirts. Or um, like sometimes we have a couple leftover jerseys from the year before. So I'll either trade them with other equipment managers or oh. give them out to family and friends. Oh, so like you, you get the like leftover, like leftovers that kits at the end of the season and you get to. Are yeah. you allowed? Are you, would you like do you have like a set for yourself do you have a team kit yourself kind of like um with your name and printed on it and stuff like yeah 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 well this is going to be the first year that we actually have names printed on the jerseys but last year we we did a uh friendly versus a team from mexico that like i have grown up watching and oh, coach was like, he was like do you want to be on the roster and play with them and so i like got to pick up my number but unfortunately like i felt a little sick the day of, so I didn't actually play. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, what number did you pick? Well, my usual number is always nine, but that's a great number. Someone's going to have it. Um, so I went with my backup number, which was 19. 19, all right. Was that a bit conflicting, like playing against it? Like maybe, your, was it your childhood team? Is that what you said? Is that the one you grew up supporting or the, the Mexican no, team? No, no, it was a, uh, it was, my childhood team is uh, Chivas, which is from Mexico, but it's another team in the same town, in the same city that, oh, okay. I, that I grew up watching as well. But yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. It was fun. Oh, yeah. uh, Interesting. Got to learn a lot from that equipment manager. He's, he was very humble and uh, he was like, yeah, if you need to learn anything, just let me know. This is how I work with like uh, uh, first team uh, professional and, it was pretty cool. Gave me a lot of tips and stuff. Yeah, nice. Um, Do you have a club shop? Yes. At our, yeah. So we have a little indoor facility in uh, downtown Detroit. And uh, during the week, like in the morning, we will either train outside or in the indoor facility. But the indoor fields are like very are small. Um, so it's kind of like a little like a seven aside. Side yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, and in the evenings, we open them up for the public. 
So like we oh, have like cool. different, yeah, we have like different leagues going on. So we have like the women's league, men's league, co-ed league, like different levels of like co-ed, and uh, they'll come in and play. What was that? Would you take part in any of them, or is it uh, just yes, like yes. more? Oh, okay. Would you? Yeah. So on Thursday nights, we have a staff team with uh, Coach Javi, uh, a couple of other staff members that work for the club or in the facility, and we'll just kick around for fun. Ah, oh, that's that's good. Would you would yeah. you wearing the number nine there too, or? No, my uh, my girlfriend <laughs> wears number nine on that team. Oh, she yeah. stole it from me, did she? Yeah, she's the uh, the forward. I in the indoor team, I play uh, center back, so I'm number six. Oh, no, nice. I'm number six as well. It's a good number. Good number. Yeah, very good, good number. number. Yeah. Hey, look, uh, the number nine for our soccer team is free, so if you ever want to, yeah, <laughs> all right, all right, sounds good. Transfer. They fly over to Ireland. You know, I've always wanted to go to Ireland, so. Uh, once I go, I'll hit you guys up and uh, yeah, yeah, you've a reason, you've a reason to come over now, yeah, yeah. professional yeah. new contract, <laughs> new team, new country. Moving on to playing in Europe, um, so obviously in Europe we have the promotion relegation system. Do you have yes. that the same thing in your league? No, unfortunately, we don't, and uh, I wish we did just because uh. I don't know how much you follow MLS, but MLS is basically like it's owned by one person. In order to have a team, you kind of have to like do an expensive buy-in. And oh, once yeah. once you buy in, then your team basically stays. Okay. So like one of the newest are... one of the one of the newest teams that joined uh, this year is Inter Miami, which yeah. is uh, David Beckham bakes, uh, works with them and stuff. It's not, so it's, it's a bit of I wouldn't say corruption, but like it seems like you kind of buy your way into the league instead of yeah 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 like even even if you're in the second division, which is a uh, USL, hmm. if you're in the second division and you win first place, you win first place, you win first place, you don't really move up. It's until you can afford to buy in. Oh Jesus! So that's how every league is. Like you basically have to buy in. Has there been any like kind of movement? I suppose to try and get that. Yeah, yeah, changed? yeah. Has there been a push to like? I'm not really sure. Up? I haven't really followed that. Um, to be honest, I don't really follow MLS too much. Um, there oh. are a couple teams that I do kind of follow just because of a couple certain players that I've known, or a couple players that played for the team in Mexico that I follow and are now playing in MLS. Oh um, yeah. This is like so- Chicharito is playing in Galaxy. Oh yeah, Chicharito. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a legend. United legend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, big United fans here. Me and Owen yeah. anyway. Yeah, from the Premier League, league, that's my that's my team from the Premier League. Is it? Yeah. Oh, good man. Yes. Great yeah. Chelsea fan. He's wrong. Like, how could you, Greg? It's nice to see we have supporters overseas. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, I would imagine that you would think that it is a good idea to add it. Yes. That promotion and relegation I, system. I would think so, just because there's there's teams that are that are very very good. They they play well, 
but they're just a little bit smaller. They don't have the money to buy and go and move up. Yeah. And yeah. that's basically the only thing that they're missing. They have the players, they have the um they have the skill, they have everything. They have the fan base, but they just don't have the money to to move up, so it's 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 yeah. kind of hard on them. Oh, and so if, they would be yeah, money on. over like the quality of football almost most of the sometimes. Time. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the, the more you move up, I mean, players are interested in in the name yeah. and on the team. So yeah. usually, if it's a bad team and it moves up, uh, the players just come flying too. Going back to what you said about the. Uh, home and away games what would be like the main differences between a home and away match for you um our stadium is basically 10 minutes away from our like our headquarters where we have like um, all of our stuff so if i ever forget anything it's an easy drive back um there's been a couple occasions last year where like one team said that they were going to bring dark jerseys and they show up with whites and i just finished setting up the whites so like driving back, get the darks, switch it up. Uh, I had to do that twice. So it, that makes it a lot easier. And yeah, if, the home game, yeah. Yeah, and if the player forgets something, it's it's a lot easier to, like, get Easy it for them. It. Also, I have, like, all day because I have my car. So I, like, in the morning, I'll go to the, uh, the headquarters. I'll get all the equipment we need. And then I drive over to the stadium, set it up. You know, have like a couple hours to spare between, like once I'm done, and once the players show up. So I basically get to relax. Whereas in a away game, I don't have my car. Oh no! Yeah, Yeah. don't have my car. So it's kind of like whatever I have is what I have, and um, I travel with. Yeah, if I want to get an Uber and show up to the stadium before the players, sometimes it's comes out of my pocket sometimes the club pays for it usually the club uh, the club pays for it um but it's it's like different like i had to like reach out and talk to other equipment managers and see what is available for me but yeah it's a bit of a different story with the away games to us like like if there's yeah so like if a player forgets something do you think the other team like maybe the other equipment manager would provide like say if you forgot like a team socks or like boots would the other equipment managers be like sound in that respect like they'd be like caring to like the away team would they ever give you anything you've forgotten or is there a bit has there Um, there? to be honest uh, i don't think that's really happened but what what i can think of is like if if the other team came to detroit and one player forgot their boots uh, i don't have extra boots it's the the players provide their own boots, so like yeah. I don't have any extra ones to like lend them. Um, oh, so it's just I, like, I, yeah, yeah, it's 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 smaller. We don't have the uh, utilities or everything. Anyway, yeah, I doubt, I doubt they forget their boots. That's like kind of yeah, weird. yeah. The main thing you need. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's like turning up to it, or I don't know, like yeah, something. But, uh, <laughs> um. On the flip, the question I asked you earlier was um, the, like, the thing you enjoy the most about your job. On the flip side of that, what would you like consider the toughest aspect of your job or the thing you would not, not necessarily be frustrated by, but the thing you find the most difficult to, say, do on a regular basis? Um, 
sometimes the hardest thing is uh, uh, the, the hours I work. Sometimes, like I said, I'm the first one there, last one gone. Um, yeah. uh, packing yeah, like, for away, uh, packing for away games. Sometimes I, I uh, take yeah, take so many hours. Or sometimes the uh, like I'll be completely done, and all of a sudden I get a, a message at like ten at night saying. The other team is switching colors now. They're using something else. I have to drive back and oh, fix it's it. Nightmare then, yeah. yeah. Or um, yeah, that's about it. And since we're a smaller club, we don't have as much money, and sometimes our communication isn't the best. So it's kind of it's kind of hard. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's basically like sweet and sour. Like I like it. Sometimes I get upset, but kind of depends on the mood. But overall, it works out in the end. Then. Yeah. 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 Overall, I think the 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 positives are better than the the cons. So it, it's kind of like overlooked sometimes. Yeah. So going back to what you said on like the the locker room stuff, you know the way like um, a lot of players have like pre-match rituals or stuff they'll do. <laughs> yeah. Make it like what what's like the weirdest one you've seen? Um I had one player last year. He was he was a cool guy. I was pretty good friends with him. Um, he's not here anymore, but uh, his his pregame ritual started the day before the game. Um, he had to have pizza the night before a game. Like a uh, whole pizza? Not the whole pizza. Sometimes, like, uh, even just one bite was good enough. Is there any usually, like, flavor? Nope. He just he just had to have a pizza. Like every time it was like sometime like if we flew somewhere and it was the night before, he just had to like go out to a random place to get like a slice of pizza just so we can Oh my god. Have it. Sounds yeah. a bit like you, Greg. Sounds a bit like Greg. <laughs> you always have to go to the chipper before a match. <laughs> Looking for an excuse to get a small takeaway before or during I've done a more, I've done more <laughs> snack box on the way. And then the day of the game, we would have little fruit snack pouches, and he would yeah. only eat the red ones out of the bag, leave the rest of them. <laughs> Do you I mean, think he attributed any of them rituals to actual success in the field? Like, is there ever been a time where he didn't get a slice of pizza, and as a result, he had a bad game? Or is it just, you know... I don't really know, just because uh, we... I mean, I think we only lost two games total last year. Oh geez, Jesus! Yeah, good record. It, it was an amazing record. Really good. I think the best I've ever seen of the club. Um, so it was it was kind of hard. Like even though we lost, he played very well. Okay, okay. And uh, of the the games you like lost, were they home or away games? Would they have been? Uh, uh, both of them were home. One of oh, them yeah. was the very. It was the second game of the season, and it was like horrible weather. There was like puddles all over the turf. Um, oh, and then wet nights that just didn't go your way. Then was it? Yeah, we're used to that here. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, then the yeah. second second game we lost was like in the fi- in the semifinals, and semifinals of the uh, the spring league, and we just missed on PKs. We were just unlucky. Oh, still you said there. Um... Right. You said there about the turf. Do you usually play on um, artificial grass or do you play on like normal grass? Our stadium is artificial. Um, 
and most of the uh, the stadiums that we play at are also um, artificial turf. Mm. We've only played on like uh, regular grass, normal grass, like two or three times. And those those pitches, those yeah, those pitches were not that great. They're usually so, not. They're usually not. Yeah. They're over here, yeah, artificial grass we'd appreciate. In Ireland, yeah. a lot more. So would that affect your job a lot? Let's just say the weather, the conditions, and the turf wouldn't be right for, let's just say, if a player brings uh, AstroTurf boots or sort of um, soft ground boots and you're playing on firm ground, like, would that ever, like, would there ever be a mix-up with that? Uh, no, we've had players play in, um, in turf shoes and soft ground shoes. Usually they, they all have uh, firm ground shoes. And mm. in the locker room, they all have their set of uh, soft ground shoes with the uh, metal cleats and stuff. But yeah, nobody really uses them until we play somewhere with soft ground. Yeah. Um, it makes it easier for me on turf because uh, they don't get dirty as much. And if they do, it's an easier clean. There's no like mud that I have to like clean up off of. And yeah, so. the mud could be a pain, especially if it dries. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. And then when we wear whites and if it's muddy, it's just a mess. For the darker kids, then yeah, I get you. Yeah. I never get white boots. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you made that mistake very good too. Oh, sir. <laughs> but um, when you were on about the, like you say, two or three times in a season, you'd play on like the soft ground, the soft ground pitch, that is. Um, mm -hmm. Was it like, did many, did many teams in your league like have the artificial ground, or was it just like that one team had the the pitch? And like, you think, I don't know. It seems like a bit unfair. Like, surely everyone should have like the same. So it's like fair overall. But is it like, is it just one team that is like different with that doesn't have the artificial ground, or is it multiple? Um, I mean, last year we played one team that had it, and then. The rest yeah. were were all turf. Um, it's it's just because it's it's so hard in in Michigan to actually have a good grass pitch, just because of the weather. It's always snowing. There's so much work you have to do to it. So it's, it's just cheaper. Yeah. yeah, it's just cheaper to get a turf field, and that's why a lot yeah. of teams have them. And a lot of teams play at like a high school because they don't have to do the maintenance. So they'll mm. play at a high school, well, and the high school has turf. Yeah. Yeah, What's but this end? year, this year I think we're playing a couple teams that do have uh, uh, grass pitches. So oh, it's, it's going to be a bit different. Yeah. Okay. Before we play them, we have to go find a a good grass pitch and train. Yeah, on that's it. what I was going to say. It's like you have to if you're so used to playing on the artificial ground, you'd be like it'd be a bit of a shock on the yeah pitch because you're not used yeah. to the, the, the ball rolls differently, it bounces differently. It's 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 a lot. Yeah, especially when it's wet, it can be awful. Yeah. Yeah. Or just skids, yeah. What would your um, fan base be like over there? Would you have like a fairly strong support? Yes. Uh the in the league we play in, we have I wanna say we have like the, the biggest support base. Um mm. uh we I feel like we have anywhere from like five to 
6,000 people that usually come to the games. Jeez. Um, we can sell out usually at like close to 8,000 people. And there's been a couple games where we do sell out where it's completely packed. We can't take anybody else in. And um, Is that like so, the big final games or like a big rivalry? Is that when you yeah. sell? Yeah. Or like if we have a we, – we've had several friendlies from Mexico and – in the Detroit area, there's a lot of uh, Hispanics, a lot of Mexicans. Mm. So when we bring those teams in, uh, like the, the that uh, community really wants to come in and, and watch their team that they follow, that they support. Oh, that's cool. So would you say, like, say not 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 just friendlies, but in your the the league itself that you're in, would you have many like quote unquote rivals, or is it just kind of like a professional game? It's really like, well, we call them like derbies here, derbies, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, a team that is like is in like a dark rivalry that like yeah. all invested in, and if like who would that be? And why? So last year we were in a NPSL league. That's the league that we've basically played in almost yeah. our whole um, career of the. I mean, history of the team, and we've had our biggest rivalry was. Um, um, Oh my gosh! Can't even remember the team. It's not. No, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Yeah. So yeah, it was our biggest <laughs> rival. Every every time we played them, there was always a big deal. Like, yeah, we would yeah, all yeah. travel there. Like all our fans, we would have like. There's been games where we have more fans at their stadium than they do at their own stadium. Jesus. Yeah. And what you even say? What, it's... Other... what was that? We have, we have a big rivalry here in our six-side league against them. Um, what are they called? Teenage, teenage Ninja Turtles. We don't get that many fans, though. Not yet. Yeah. The rivalry is not too big. And yeah. say that rivalry you have with the whatever that team was, uh, would you say you yeah. your team would have gotten the better of the um, competition or would they have edged it in like terms of wins and losses? I think we were pretty even. Like last year, it was Ann Arbor. That's the team. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Last year, we beat the, we tied once, beat them the second time. Uh, the year before that, we like beat them once. They beat us once. It was oh, basically so like yeah. it, was, it was pretty yeah. even. Yeah. And this year, we moved up a league, and they they stayed. Oh so, no. Um, I don't think we really have a huge rivalry with any team right now that I can think of once the league gets going, but yeah. Is there any like, uh, I know I'm bombarding your questions, but uh, it's just, is there any like plans for when your league is going to start up again? I know you're saying there's going to be like talks in a few weeks as to um, when like, start up training, but is there been like a talk from like the commissioner, whoever owns the league for when you can yeah. get to play again? Because I'm like, I know over here in Europe, there's, um, not many of the leagues have started up, but like the Premier League, for example, is back up in a couple of weeks. I was wondering if yeah. you're out there or 17th. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 what is it? The 17th that the Premier League starts with uh, yeah. Villa yeah. versus um, Sheffield? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Villa versus Sheffield and Arsenal versus City. Yeah. So there will it's, be like it's because those, yeah, those anyway. teams, those teams, those four teams have played one game less than the rest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, my girlfriend, her favorite team is Aston Villa. Oh. 
Yeah. Um, right now they're in the relegation area, like the one of the three spots. And I think she yeah. said that they're they're trying to figure out if those four teams play, and now every team is equal in games. Maybe they might just end the league there since every team has played an equal amount of games, oh. or to continue it. She's not really sure. She said, or maybe just make it void and start over. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I don't get Liverpool. Don't let Liverpool win the league and it's grand. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the main. Yeah. <laughs> so for for our league, I think we've had the. Uh, the uh, commissioners of the the Nisa League and all the like the coaching staff and the owners of every team talk and it's it's just hard because it's not just teams in Michigan it's teams from other states so we have to kind of respect their um, their their conditions how they are like if some teams are still in the stay at home advisory they they can't really leave. Um, and it's still yeah, dangerous. The state, yeah, different yeah, states, it's, different, like methods of the like yeah. length of time. Yeah, like that could get tricky. Yeah, I can see that. It's it's still uh, dangerous to like travel on plane and stay in hotels and stuff. As of now, I think it's like late August, but within a couple of days or a couple of weeks, it all could change. It's just it's all up in the air. We still don't really know a hundred percent. Yeah. It's just, it is that's why I describe it exactly. It's up in the air. Not I don't yeah. know how to deal with it currently, especially yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like that's a good way to to wrap it up, lads. And unless you have anything else to add before we finish things off. Actually, ah. um, I have a question. So obviously, oh, yeah. we have final. Um, the final question. Most um, important. Most important. Most important. I was just wondering if you're involved in any. Obviously, we have like things like the Champions League. Yeah. So, would you have anything like that in your? Uh, yes. In in the the US, we do this one uh, tournament that uh, I think it's it's called the Open Cup, I believe, and. We are involved in it this year, but it's usually like um, almost every MLS team, um, a lot of teams from like the higher up, uh, like the second division, third division, and even a couple teams from like the lower divisions. If they do well in their league, they get uh, invited into the Open Cup. So it's like a mixed and, competition. Yeah. And usually like it'll be like. Uh, lower division teams kind of play against each other first and then they move up and then they move up and at some point like we could have like a fourth division team playing against an MLS team jeez um, oh, yeah but it's it's usually an MLS team or a second division a USL team that takes the uh, the cup home but yeah that's that's usually it that's right. our champions league basically oh. Anyway, uh, uh, I mean, be, besides the Champions League, I mean, besides that, we do have one where it's called the uh, the Concacaf, where it's like yeah, teams from Canada, U.S., Mexico. Oh, I don't, they like the top team will play against each other to see like who's the best in all of like Northern America or whatever, or all of the Americas. So it's kind of like a Copa America, except like a club version. Yes. Like. 
yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, last year it was uh, River Plate versus Boca Juniors. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you guys heard the uh, what happened where the uh, Boca Juniors were traveling and the River Plate fans started throwing like rocks and smoke bombs into the bus or vice versa. I don't know which one. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Is there any way that we could like let's just say like the viewers if we want to follow how Detroit are getting on their league is there any yeah. way we could do that? Um, yeah, so uh, you can follow them on Twitter or Instagram. It's uh, Detroit City Football Club or Detroit City FC. There you um, go. Make sure to follow that, lads. Where's yeah. Our favorite players um, are getting them. And their favorite kitmen. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the captain of uh, Detroit City Football Club is uh, from Ireland. Is he? Is he? Yeah, you know, Stephen Stephen Carroll. Stephen Carroll. Oh, it's out for him. I'll, I'll get I'll get our fan base Stephen behind. Carroll, he's, a, he's also been on a couple uh, Coach Javi videos. I don't remember him. I don't. I have to look at them after. He's a great, great lad. Great lad. That's the Irish for you. Yeah. But anyway, Yeah. Yeah, that, that this is the last question. I promise. I promise. Last question. Yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> no, I just want. Are the matches broadcasted? As in, like, are they on? Um, are they recorded? Really? Are they, is there anywhere uh, to watch the games? Uh, usually they'll post on the Twitter or Instagram feed where oh. they're gonna um, be live streaming the games. Yeah, you probably uh, stream. I, I, yeah, I think. This year we might do some like local streaming along with like live streaming. Oh uh, yeah, like out. make sure yeah. So uh, it's that uh, time we want to thank Kitman Moyes for coming on to this episode, you know, giving us your time for the yeah. interview. We appreciate your time, man, and it's been great. No problem, man. Thank you guys so much. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh. So appreciate that, and thanks for like all, all the listeners out there. Thanks for tuning into episode six, and obviously Owen, do you wanna? Do the socials, you know, your usual um, job. Instagram is bros unofficial and Twitter is bros18 and Kitman Moy's Instagram is Kit, oh. Kitman Moy. That's the most important one there. Yeah, make sure to follow him. He's a, he's a sound lad. We, we appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you guys. Anytime. Anytime. Thank you.